podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, BeardedDragonGames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at BeardedDragonGames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Welcome back! Wilders, true believers, whatever you might want to call yourself today, we are back in upstate New York, home and rested from Adepticon 2020. It's wait, did I roll a wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavog. And uh, tonight, tonight's a very special night. Yeah. It's award season. Uh, Whether people will get slapped or not, honestly, we have no idea. But, but I both we, want to slap and be slapped. Right. So, I mean, it, it, it could really be anyone. But <laughs> we are going to be giving some awards out tonight for some of the coolest and greatest things that happened at Adepticon this uh, this past week. And we'll also be going over some of the new affiliation updates. And uh, I think there was some erratus, too, if I recall. Right, Mr. Dan? Mm hmm. Beautiful little ones, little baby erratus, little little baby erratus, <laughs> just little, little, little baby little, ones. Little baby. Little ratas. They're so cute. Yeah. You can feed them to a snake. And they go, chip, chip, chip. So cute. <laughs> what? I don't know. They live in my walls. Ratas. No, we don't have ratas. They live in the ceiling at we Bearded don't have Dragon. Rats. But, uh, Dan. What? Danny. Yes. How have you guys been? It's True been, believers. It's been a couple days since we've seen each other yeah. for 15 hours a day. Now. I know, I've missed it. Only 15 hours yeah. a day? <laughs> Would you guys be willing to run to the concession stand for me quick and get me some chicken tenders? Yo, oh, if those you've got good. a meal voucher, let's go. I uh, could go for one of those like woo-woo. triple chocolate cookies. Whew. Oh, their macadamia nut cookies were <laughs> in... Incredible. So good. Well, the, the personal burritos. pizzas. Those were shockingly good. Yeah. Yeah. Dan ate so much pizza when we were in Chicago. Oh, gosh. You know what the most important thing to do is when you start a podcast is to make sure that you're unmuted and that also. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Uh, 100%. It doesn't look like it is actually working yet. Oh, 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 what? 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 Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. And Chad Nick says, I can only imagine what witty banter is being said right now. There we go. Our oh, true believer. True believer. Welcome. It is your Thursday night. Uh, wait, did I roll a wild Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog? Uh, Listen, it's it's the Wildies uh, season. It's award season. We are here to give out some Wildies. awards. We are back from Adepticon 22, 2020. 2022. You even. know, uh, yeah, versus, you know, listen, Adepticon 22 was a long time ago. They were just moving rocks and sticks around it. Granted, pretty cool still. Yeah. But uh, really cutting edge at that time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, we're here. You're here. And. You can hear us now. You can hear us Good now. See, it wasn't working because you didn't start. You didn't begin properly. Correct. The first time. Yes. That is. You didn't say true believers. The, the, I mean, Chuck isn't here. It just felt disingenuous without him. You know what I mean? Just kind of powering yeah. our our vibe. But 
Listen, I'm here. My name's Tim. Uh, I have a computer sometimes. We have Danny. Uh, she has glasses sometimes. sometimes and and here's Dan. He's, uh, you know, uh, Dan most of the time, actually. Yeah. Usually. Except yeah. when he's not. Except when he's Moon Knight. Except when I turn into a giant red panda. Rah! That's true. That's true. That's also pads? Moon Knight. Only when he gets very emotional. <laughs> That's why he has red hair. Yeah. And Dan actually Just used my to beard. be uh, stark blonde. Yes. Uh, true. As, as evidenced <laughs> by our children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But, guys, thank you for joining in chat. Nick, thank you for letting us know that the sound wasn't on. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Um, yeah, for real. So New friend, Nick. We're out of practice streaming. We are going to be uh, giving out a whole bunch of awards tonight uh, for things that happened last week during Adepticon, uh, including most drinkable display, uh, mm. you know, most welcoming community member, most gracious winner. Uh, things like that. And uh, we'll also be talking about some affiliation updates to the game as well as uh, a small errata that actually came out just kind of in the nick of time today. Little little baby errata, like small and honey badger sized errata. Like a a size one. Oh, uh, a rocket raccoon sized errata. It is an interactable errata. Yes. Uh, Thanks, Agnes. But it also has nimble, so it doesn't take collision damage. Gotcha. Nice white patch down. Especially my special spot. I don't know where exactly it is. Can we not call it that, please? (laughs) But if you missed us at Adepticon and still want a chance to see us, you could see us physically next weekend, April 9th, at the Long Island Tabletop Gaming Expo in Garden City, Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. Super pumped for that. We're doing our first ever live show, which will be super exciting. So excited. What are we playing for that live show, Mr. Dan? We're playing some Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition. We're doing the one shot called Curd Your Enthusiasm, which everybody's super excited about because it's about cheese. What's not to love? Right. I mean, it's it's pretty much everything that we've been working for, you know, this entire time. And a pun, you know, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Tim, who are you going to play for that? We've got some characters to draw from. That's a a great question. (laughs) I have no idea. I'm just going to kind of wing it. I want you to go with Randall again. Rand with Randall Bottom was Dollar, so good. I, I did really like him. And you've had a Randall lot of practice before with Feast that accent. Blood. I saw all of Chuck's, you know, yeah, live stream of two, the drive. two thirteen-hour drives where no one offered to help me at all. <laughs> um, driving solo uh, between here and Chicago, yeah, I, I got a lot of practice with that particular voice. Yeah. Dan, good to see you in chat, man. Too. Hi. Um, so, oh, not me. Who who do you think you might be playing for that particular? Oh, I can go. Pat, hello, my name's Penny. <laughs> or I could go with Red. I really like Red, though. What about Bruzu? You could bring Bruzu. back Bruzu. Bruzu the dwarf. But that will be uh, next Saturday, April 9th at the Long Island Tabletop, Tabletop Expo. Expo. So super excited there. Yeah. But to flip it back to Marvel Crisis Protocol, guys. That's why we're here. Girls. Uh, cowboys, squirrels. Um, we, we got a lot of stuff to give away. Let's start with the erratas. Dan, what what happened this week? So we got a couple little teeny tiny things added to the errata. Uh, first is Beast. Uh, replace the text of Stars and Garters superpower. Oh, it's just a clarification as they've been doing. Is it um, now Stars and or Garters? Not no, they didn't change the name of the power. Oh, you still don't. It's the, the text of the power. Yeah, both. Okay. 
Um, so it says, while this character is defending or dodging during the modified dice step, it may spend up to three power. To use a superpower for each power spent, this character may reroll one of its defense or dodge dice. Um, so the only change here is that they specify during the modify dice stage, which they that's kind of what they were doing with like um, Modox reroll and all that, just to have that consistency with the rules and super specific. Uh, the other errata was the same thing with Blade, his supernatural senses, superpower. While this character is defending against a physical or mystic attack during the modified dice step of the attack, it may use a superpower. This character may reroll any number of defense dice, including skull results. Uh, so again, for that, they just added during the modify uh, dice step to make it super specific. There's no... Uh, ambigu ambiguity there. Right, so just the added clarification. There's not actually anything new to it. It's just that clarification. Cool. Which I appreciate the the, the specificity in language. Yes, that can be very important. Uh, the last one was a, a rather to Kingpin's leadership. And I got scared when I first saw this because it's like, his leadership is so good. Uh, everything else is the same as far as I can tell, except additionally, each Healthy non-grunt allied character contesting an objective token counts as two healthy characters when determining who is scoring the objective token. So they just added in non-grunt mm. allied characters, okay. which is necessary. I think that's a good right. Especially uh, keep an eye on it. With a somewhat recent release of the grunts, I feel like we'll get more instances of that kind of specificity. Where are we talking about grunts? Or are we talking about other amicable characters? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the new stuff comes out on my birthday stateside. I exciting. April actually, 8th. growing up, I was always terrified of that movie, The Amicable Bill Horror. Oh my gosh, because everybody's just so nice to <laughs> right. each other, right? It takes place in Wisconsin. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, sorry. Sorry. They think they're Canadian. Oh, sorry. Uh, the other thing we got was an updated affiliation list. We did. With those two new boxes, the Shadowlands Daredevil Electra and uh, Nick Fury Jr. boxes. So obviously Shadowlands Daredevil has been added to Criminal Syndicate as a second leadership or mm -hmm. second leader. We already knew that. Electra was also added to that list. Not a surprise at all. Electra was also added to Defenders. Heck yeah. Which is the only place I see her. Uh, Shadowlands Daredevil is only Criminal Syndicate. Which makes perfect sense. Yeah. They also added the list for Shield. Ooh. All right. So who do we got in uh, Shield? So Nick Fury, obviously, is the leader. Seems like yep. a solid pick. Yep. Both Black Widows. Okay. Little surprise. I thought they were just going to have Black Widow Agent of Shield because it's literally right. in her name. Yep. But yeah. to the point, Black Widow is there as well. Mm -hmm. Hawkeye, Iron Man, She Hulk, Taskmaster, which is cool that he's actually in the affiliation, hmm, but yeah. he's like worked for them before. Right. War Machine. And Winter Soldier is now part of an affiliation. Whoa. I like that. Do Whoa. you think if they were to nix uh, Two Point Black Widow from the S.H.I.E.L.D. roster, do you think that would have shown an increase in the amount of people taking Black Widow Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, for sure. I do like that they have a Two Point in their affiliation. I think it's funny that it's immediately bigger than like a number of other affiliations like Wakanda. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm Chuck's going to be real sad that blade is not part of this list. Cause he loves talking about the storyline where blade joined shield and found out they were all vampires and just went on a killing spree. Yeah. So I'm sure he's bummed that he's not part of that list. A lot of people are really surprised that Captain America is not on the list. Steve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, or 
makes or sense. either of them really. Um, as as America's greatest traitor, Captain America did in fact turn his back on Shield in a pretty heavy way during the Civil War, and I don't know if they ever mm -hmm. forgave him. I wouldn't be surprised if later on we get a like a Steve Rogers Agent of Shield like we did with Black Widow. Uh, if we get a, a regular Falcon in the future, I bet he'd be an Agent of Shield. Yes. Um. So this is interesting. Obviously, it's very Avengers. Mm -hmm. Um. But like, with a lot less uh choices because <laughs> we got one two three four five six nine it's pretty good size still bigger than spider foes it's a big size of there and, and it seems like they have most of the agents uh they have agent and their name in this affiliation which means one of the next models that we will probably be getting is agent venom on the shield affiliation that would be dope i uh he'd also be guardians mm -hmm. probably yep thunderbolts we get that someday dude when we get thunderbolts because we have to at some point right we're at gonna the rate we're going we gotta yeah um that that is gonna be <laughs> overwhelming i just saw taylor's message wait did i roll an offer to drive <laughs> <laughs> i throw lash love you <laughs> here's the good news on the way back i i complained so much about uh not having any help at all during the 13 hour drive on the way out there that on the way back, we stopped at a Sheets. And they were like, you know what, Tim? I, I think it's about time we offered. And uh, Charlie, or Big Chuck, offered to switch seats with Throlack. Wow. <laughs> one would sit, you know, they'd switch. Yeah. One would sit in the back and the other one would uh, would, would be my co-pilot. But they ended up not doing it. Because right. they were like, I was making the sacrifice I was making. And they decided that they would continue in their spots as well. <laughs> Taylor sat in the back so the whole way. Taylor sat in the back the whole way and two. I thought he got car sick, so that's surprising. Not that I'm aware of. Oh. I mean, have you cleaned out your car completely? Uh, no. Uh, I found his bananas. <laughs> he loves bananas. He, loves yeah. he got so excited the last day when I was like, hey, Taylor, look in that backpack. There's a surprise for you. He goes, is it bananas? <laughs> he knew. Wow, what are the odds that... Honestly. I mean, loves dude, bananas. You can just sniff out a banana. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, but like a perfectly ripe banana. Right. He's mm -hmm. like very specific about the type of ripeness he likes in a banana. So. Oh, here's the good Aren't news. Uh, they were incredibly ripe when I found them in the back of my car uh, today after I got home from work. <laughs> so you follow your nose. Because <laughs> I had bananas. Yeah, I was like, oh, did someone drop a candle or something? In the back? <laughs> it smells both fruity, but also getting to the point where it's not. Yes, you had bananas. <laughs> I have bananas. <laughs> <laughs> not all heroes were capes to him somewhere sleep out. <laughs> Oh, Chad's popping tonight. I love it. Thank love all you guys. guys. Thank you. All right. So what do you say we get right into these awards? We have a lot to give away. Uh, we have a whole bunch of things to discuss, too, as some of these categories are going to be a little bit up in the air. Yeah. Um, this is where the slaps happen. Correct. Yeah. 100%. Keep Nate Gigi's name out of your mouth. Well, that's <laughs> going to be too bad because he Sorry, is certainly up for an award tonight. Uh, but let's start with uh, let's start with one that's uh, going to have a little bit of maybe some deliberation. Okay, and that is the most terrifying model. And this is we're gonna this is gonna be throughout the entire week in the what if tournament or event in the team up tournament in contest of champions and affiliation battle. Was there a model that you thought stuck out above the rest as being? responsible for some of the biggest plays throughout the games. Mr. Dan, 
I got. I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring for this one. Oh, uh, you like specifically? Y- you were the most. No, not no. I, like my. I'm I didn't even know. Give you, my opinion. You got back into the modeling. Well, come on. If I was on that table, I would wreck face. Just step on them. They're done. Oh, that's true. They're little teeny tiny things. Little little baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my vote for that would be for Thanos. Ooh. He was chosen first overall in what the, if? What if the we saw him near the I think it was the final game of the contest of champions and he wrecked face. Yeah, he there was did. one turn he days Captain America and Black Panther, both very defensible models, and he was just like, nope, boom, boom, done. And that was in the championship game against Mr. Nate GG. Yeah. And it was like, I could tell Nate was sweating at that point when they both got dazed in one activation. Like Thanos can put out the hurt Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. he can also, you know, just turn his squad up to 11 by giving them extra dice. That's true. And similar to, uh, to Chris Rock and Will Smith. Um, Thanos could deal out a dish a bunch of damage, but then Loki out of nowhere punches him in the face and dazes him. You know yeah. what I mean? Just <laughs> Loki was disgusting that game. He really. I've never seen Pete somebody get that much utility and um, if, like consistency out of Loki than that game. Well, and it was just there's just something about was it Loki with three hammers that did that too? <laughs> yeah. or was it only two? But I think it was two when he laid the smackdown on Thanos. Then he picked up three later. <laughs> uh, but, Bam! but you guys will need to to make sure to check that video out. It's on the Twitch vods right now, and it'll be up on the channel probably tomorrow or the day after at yeah. the absolute latest. But that final championship game for the contest of champions <sighs> was awesome. It was just awesome, like the perfect championship final game it was back and forth we were on the edge of our seats the whole time we had no idea who was going to win until the very end it came down to like two final dice rolls that decided it it was so good i remember i didn't want to leave but i needed to finish packing because we needed to grab an uber because our flight was leaving and i was like i don't want to miss this so i like had it playing like i had our stream going on my phone (laughs) up in the hotel room (laughs) Uh, so nerve-wracking thankfully mr gamers guild himself is in chat it was loki with one hammer and i forgot about this blind obsession right thanos that was such a buff just making up for infinity war yeah yeah what if revenge what if loki duffed thanos And Infinity War. Oh, how the tables turn. Danny, how about you? All right. So mine, I feel like I saw a little bit of the bloodbath that this character could put out. But I think that a lot of why I'm voting for this particular model is because of how the other players responded to them. I'm going to X-23. Yes. Um, mm. Because when we did see her do work, it was massive. And everyone kept saying, like, she is what everyone wanted Wolverine to be. Mm. But he's not. So she's kind of like filling that void for people. And just seeing different players' reactions where it was like, she was targeted and like, get her off the board. I don't want to deal with her because I know that if she can get an activation off, she is going to merc half my squad. So just between, and there were, I think that there was one match where they took her and Honey Badger and we got to see like the bodyguarding a little bit, which was super awesome. Um, So we really did get to see what she was capable of. And I feel like it only took, that first like set of games for people to be like, now we got to get rid of her because she's terrifying. 
So I actually completely agree with you. Uh, yeah. My my vote is absolutely for X23. Uh, watching the frenzies go off, just getting additional attacks. I think we saw her absolutely merc storm like out of orbit. Yeah. It was like yeah. one, two, storm gone. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dazer one her. round, she got just up. Her. And then moved halfway across the, the, the field yeah. to hit yeah. a gambit too, and then went is back. Insane. Yeah. yeah. The stuff that she could do. And I will say, like, go back if you're interested at all go back and watch the videos that we have on youtube of these games because i learned so much like oh, for sure. more than i could learn like just like talking to you guys or playing in my own game but really just watching these people who are insanely talented mm -hmm. like just crazy talented players and watching the different configurations that they have and the different things that they can do but like i feel like i really got the best tutorial for how to play her by watching some of these matches that we covered. Absolutely. Completely agree. That's why I wanted to get my vote in for Thanos really soon, because I knew you guys yeah. were both going to just wax lyrical about X-23, which right. I'm not disagreeing with. She was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that you picked Thanos, though. Yeah, that was, yeah, oh. very much A so. valid choice. Um, got to see actually a bit of Corvus and Proxima mm -hmm. working in certain lists as well. Yeah. Uh, Omnis Protocol ran it in an X-Men list, which was surprisingly that funny. was cool. Yeah. Um, and then expected in Black Order there in the the championship round of the contest of champions was also absolutely stellar. Yeah. Also, thanks. So do they Omnis get like for a making up? my prediction wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I got almost no per all my cause of the game where we're so like it was like a it was like this is slam dunk Corvus and Proxima one of them was gonna trigger the other one to to go right away and you never did it. <laughs> it was actually I mean as as far as odds being out on a on a on, on a call, I figure that one would have been almost guaranteed. Yeah. But and I said She Hulk was gonna use her aggressive like she's gonna get aggressive and move up some point in the game yeah. and whoever I forget who that was they never did it either and it was like come on. Yeah, throw me a bone. It's not about you, Dan. It's not I'm about making your cause right. come true. All right. So our so X twenty three absolutely takes that one. Oh, absolutely. Um, our next one is is a little bit of um, it's going to be a little bit straightforward, right? Okay. And this is for the best to throughout the week. Mm. Um, and, and I think there's no deliberation here, Mister Tisdale. Mister Tisdale. Um himself as well as tim simpson uh helped out a ton yeah uh those two mm -hmm. were an absolute power team uh and will they will be taking away the best tournament organizer for the week well earned yeah yeah they did a lot of work um this next one is for most gracious winner this is for a winner or a champion of, of one of the tournaments that or events that that walked away number one was gracious the entire time kept a cool head never uh kind of came out with that that angsty or uh nervous energy and was just a delight to be around was friendly and cheerful and helpful the entire time um i personally the person i'm putting forward for this is is nate jared of the gamers guild we saw him win the contest of champions and we saw him during the what if event as well um i forget if we saw him on stream for the team tournament i think that was the day he took off but I think that was the only thing we didn't see him on stream yeah. for. Yeah. We streamed him in like three or four games. Yeah. But but as far as just the absolute pinnacle of someone treating um winning very well uh and friendly. Um, yeah, for real. I think uh he absolutely uh unarguably 
Yes. It means unanimously. Yes, unanimous. Um, if you knew how to talk. My favorite thing about watching Nate play in that graciousness and being a good winner was that when he rolled really well, he wasn't like, yeah, which like I would be. He right. did, he had this little shrug like, oh, like, oh, that was good. Huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it took me a little while to realize. Like, at first I was like, is that a good or bad thing? And then I realized that was his. Yeah, that so was you good. started to read his body language. To figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just yep. really liked that. I yep. thought it was, it was nice. And like we said it on stream a ton, but I'll reiterate it here. Like every single player had just the best sportsmanship. You know, there For there wasn't real. any like real, really like huge shift one way or the other. Like emotionally, like if your dice just like totally sucked, it was just kind of like, oh, that's a bummer. But like. It was really actually kind of hard to tell with their body language because I'm so used to watching our games where it's very clear when we're doing well and not doing well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chuck um, is usually throwing <laughs> tables and space shooters and stuff at that point. <laughs> but they were just so, like, even-keeled and good-natured. I wonder if it's because so many of them are from the Midwest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like My favorite example of that was where there was a point, I think it was the power phase of a turn, somebody in chat was like, hey... FYI, that superpower doesn't work that way. Oh, well, Quicksilver stole yeah. a thing from Juggernaut, and they're like, "Hey, that was all. a citizen. He yep. can't take that." And they both they were awesome about it. They were like, "Okay, well, I, you know, we're gonna put it back on Juggernaut. I'll take my point away. You gain the point." Yeah, and it was like hand off the chess piece points. kind of thing. It was just a you know a mental goof. Yeah, and they everybody was so awesome about it. It was really. Well, cool. I think that was Omnis and Chewy too that had it taken away from them. Yes, I think so. Yes, um, it was that team. And even after we figured that out and they realized that the, the thing should be back, they were like, listen, it, it sounded cool. The nerve was awesome. No, absolutely. Yeah. And they made sure it worked out. And <laughs> yeah. uh, very, very honestly, uh, it's awesome to see that, especially in very, very large tournaments. Yeah, uh, I think the largest Marvel Crisis protocol as far as number of tables um, in a live tournament um, that we've seen so far at yeah. a convention. But and also, Throwlash points out in chat, uh, the only thing that I heard Nate complain about was that he was losing his voice by the end. <laughs> yeah. By the time he had to leave to catch his flight, his voice was wrecked. So. Nate just said, yeah, it was gone. Checked out of the con two days early. Yeah. His voice did. <laughs> yep. Which is tough. You know, yeah. it's not something to account for. I know by the time we got home, like I was just... I had a hard time turning off commentator mode. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, I, I, was... need, I just need to narrate everything that's happening all the time. Which a coworker did point out that I'm just naturally good at filling silences because yeah. that's just what I do. And he's like, yeah, that's just you do this all the time <laughs> there. You don't turn it off. And I was like, oh, OK. I did feel bad for uh, Taylor, Thrillash Gaming and Big Chuck because I was doing the same thing. That entire 13 hour ride uh, back where I was not offered help at any point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going into gas stations, going through drive-throughs and stuff with that Jeez. with that voice yeah. on, I felt like an idiot at some points. But at others, it's just like, ah. Will he go for the big it. gulp, or will he conserve his bladder energy? We'll <laughs> see. Regular, you hate to see that, Chuck. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, what? What am I doing, Tim? <laughs> Give us our eyes in the sky. <laughs> Taylor'd be like, I'm not. I'm not any higher than you. I'm not on the stage. I'm not standing on the stage. <laughs> Oh. But our our next uh, award is also a very unanimous. Uh, this is one we kind of already discussed ahead of time. Uh, most welcoming community member. Mm. Mm. Yes. Um, and this one is going to be going to Mr. Omnis Protocol mm -hmm. himself. Uh, when we got to the convention, we hadn't really met anyone yet. He made sure he came up. He introduced himself to myself, Chuck and, and Taylor. Uh, offered to play a game with us. We played some uh, separation anxiety, like down in the hotel bar. 
Uh, and throughout the week, I saw him. He he knows everybody, mm-hmm. uh, making sure people were getting in games, making sure that if, if for some of the people that were working, um, whether it was us or or others, I think there was a gentleman working at one of the the paint uh, setups. Uh, was just you know, listen, he's there to play, he's there to have a good time and meet people. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, great guy. Yep. One of the one of just absolutely floored about how lucky we were to meet him. We got to see him as well uh, commentate game five, I believe, of the team up tournament with uh, Norbert and Gil playing in that. Mm. Yeah, which was super cool. But I, just an awesome guy to meet. Yeah. One of my biggest regrets of the con was that Dan and I were headed back to the room to grab our luggage because mm-hmm. our Uber was coming and we saw him just kind of in the lobby area. He was playing a game with someone. And he was like, yeah, swing by before you guys stop, before you guys all leave. And I was like, yeah, we just got to grab our luggage. And then by the time we had packed everything up, like we literally just had to go. So I was like, we can't stop by. And I feel bad that I like said that we would and then didn't. And I was like, I'm sorry. So sorry, Omnis. We we stopped I'm by okay. later words and, and yeah. grabbed it. Went to the went to the bar quick with him at least before we headed out. Nice. Um, it was good to see him again before we left. Yeah, the first picture I saw from the kind that you sent, like the group chat we had about it, was you guys playing mm-hmm. um, that separation anxiety game yeah. with him. And then late when when we finally got there, a little bit later, we were in, Dana and I were in the elevator yeah. going down, and we got out of the elevator, and I was like, I think that was the Omnis Protocol guy, but I didn't, I didn't, I'm too awkward to say anything right. and then we were chatting with him later and i was like oh yeah i was that was yeah. that was him <laughs> who, who did get uh his own big chuckers membership card mm. as he is now known as the adamantium adamantium colossal knot yes there you go you just uh, gotta say it slow yeah that's the thing i gotta think the whole time look directly upwards so i'm not making eye contact with anyone adamantium <laughs> colossal knot yeah there we go um and and yeah, just an absolutely uh, yeah, he was awesome. human being. So nice. So, so nice. I just saw Nick Gardner's uh, <laughs> comment in chat. True believers, I'd like 40 on pump three. Because <laughs> you have a hybrid. It's tr- it's all electric. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, so for our next one, this one we will have a little bit of deliberation on. And that is the best throw. Lash that we saw throughout the, well, the, the best. <laughs> my favorite, lash. my best throw is throw lash. The best throw lash, honestly. That's a tough one. It could be Big Chuck. It could be uh, Throw Lash Gaming himself. Um, it would probably go to Throw Lash, but we don't want to seem too biased, right. right? So my favorite throw in the game was for the life of me, can't remember what game it was. I was trying to look it up before we started, but there was a Hulk versus. I think it was against Guardians. And Hulk was just wrecking face um, near the bottom of what we could see, just laying it into Groot and Rocket and all these characters. And he just was like, eh, reaches behind him, grabs the Science 4 Fisk trailer and just reaches over his shoulder, smashes it in the Groot and just breaks him into splinters. Mm. And it was such a good use of a throw to finish off a character. I think it KO'd him. Mm-hmm. And just the, I just love the image of him grabbing the end of this super long building and having the whole thing just be like, woo, just what one thing I love about this game, that, right. how it's so cinematic. I think for me, there was one. It was a Hulk on Hulk fight. Hulk on Hulk. Um, and I think it was a Midnight Suns Hulk versus an Avengers Hulk and uh, Hulk through Hulk. He ended up dazing him through this, but it was a really super compl- not maybe not complicated play, but just a. He like Hulk jumped up there. He hit him. He threw him with that. 
Mm-hmm. And then he got back over there and then threw him into someone else, dazing like two characters and including dazing the other, the enemy team's Hulk. Mm. It was just absolutely incredible. I believe it was Avengers versus That sounds Marvel right. Because I know we, we did see a couple cool mirror matches between Juggernauts beating the hell out of each other and, mm-hmm. and Hulks beating the heck out <laughs> of each other too. Um, we also got to, to coin some terms too. We, uh, a group of Hulks is a rage of Hulks. Um, a group of juggernauts is a ruckus of Hulk. Ruckus. That was one that Dallas and I agreed on. Yeah. I said it and he said it in chat probably bef- before I said it yeah. for real, but that was exciting. But that was mine. Danny, were there any super particular throws for you? I cannot remember the specific match. You guys will probably remember it though. I remember Dallas was in chat during this game and he was very excited to see some throws happening and yeah. some train getting tossed around. And it was when we found out that it's the cosmic taco truck. And the cosmic every taco shack, <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, building, yeah, the cosmic taco stand, yeah, and like every building in development, he just calls it the whatever taco stand, <laughs> and so and it was just so funny and it stuck with me. But just when they threw the the cosmic taco, stand. oh, I'm talking about people being covered in cosmic taco ingredients, yes, yes that was very <laughs> funny to me. Um, next one. Uh, oh, so so what what do you think was? I I think it's got to be that one, right? The, the Cosmic Taco Shop, yeah. as far as throw goes. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat being covered in... Like, I, I forgot about Lido. that one. Yeah, right. for real. And just finding out that, like, Dallas calls it the Cosmic Taco Stand. <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> All right. So for most overdue listener we needed to meet in person. Seems specific. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to wrap my head around what you said. But there were a couple. We got to meet Nick. Uh, for the first time there, mm-hmm. he actually was one of the first people to come up and introduce themselves, which is super cool. Ravens guard and Paul. Yeah. Uh, we actually got to see uh, play each other yeah. on, on stage yeah. during the was it contest of champions even one of the first few rounds of that. Yeah, I think it was. I, think I can remember a it lot. Was the first day of yeah. contest of champions because they were like one in one. Yes. Yep, yep. But that was super cool. We got yeah. to meet them um, yep. as well as. Just so awesome people to come over to our setup and be like, hey, I listen to you guys. It's so cool to meet you and everything. And it was just like, what? Wait, what? I, I thought you guys were like messing with me where like I came down a little bit after you guys and you're like, yeah, there was a guy here who's a fan and he wants to meet you. And I was like, OK, like when I was in middle school and everyone had a boyfriend who lived in Canada, I was like, all right. And you were like, yeah, his name's like so Dr. Norbert and he's from England. And I was like, wow, guys, like you. Could get more far-fetched than that. So then, <laughs> so then I'm walking around just like getting pictures of games and hitting up the uh, margarita display. And this man walks up to me. He's like, oh my gosh, are you Danny? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm Norbert. And I'm like, oh my God, you're real. <laughs> That's so amazing. And it was just so cool. And it was nice because most of the time I'm like, oh man, I don't. I don't know a lot with this game. I'm new, blah, blah, blah. And like he even said he's super experienced, obviously. And he's like, no, I really like your like perspective on the game. And I was like, wow, thanks. I appreciate that. So, yeah. Nick just said, I remember you asking me if I was Raven's guard. Yeah, I remember I he was standing <laughs> on the other side of the table and he's like, hey, guys, I'm a listener. About, and you're like, Raven's guard? And he's like, what? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So good. Because oh, we have no idea yeah. what it's just, uh, you know, uh, uh, screen name. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> so good. And then, like, I was, like, taking a picture, like, a, a, like, an awkward angle selfie, and 
this guy was like, do you want me to take that for you? And I was like, no, that's okay, blah, blah, And he's just like standing there like watching on the TV. And like I turned back to him like 10 minutes later and he's like, I'm Ravensgard. And I was like, oh my God, hi. <laughs> and like, it was all I could, like I felt my arms doing it. And I was trying, and I was like, huh? And I was like, no, no. So I was like, nice to meet you. And I shook his hand instead of trying to hug him. But then <laughs> by the time we left each other uh, at the end of the con, he did let me hug him, so... Uh, it was super cool too. I think it was day two. Maybe it was during the team up, or maybe it was contest of champions. He wore one of uh, my favorite shirts of all time. I've almost ordered it a couple times. <laughs> yes, it's the one of the lady screaming at the cat in the restaurant, but it's uh, Cyclops and Jean uh, screaming at like a Wolverine, Wolverine at the table. the table with his little claws out. <laughs> I so love good. that shirt oh my so gosh, much. I we just it. need to eat everybody. Uh, the five of us each need to get that shirt. Let's yeah. do it for Tim's birthday. We'll yeah. all wear them. <laughs> Um, oh good (laughs) but speaking of dr norbert uh, we do have a a wildy for him as well um the award for the most genuinely delightful person he was just so over the top nice polite cordial um i'm i i would be hard pressed to to think of a nicer guy yes uh to meet um, Dan, did you get a chance to talk to him at all or? Yeah, it was. He's so freaking nice. And like at the con, like, I feel like there's like a certain air of like, this is how you behave and this is how you act. Cause we're all here to have fun. And then we saw him when we were out to dinner and we are a bunch of idiots. So we're like well, waiting for, for yourself. Table. Some of us didn't have a bunch of margaritas. Well, no, yeah, most, we, most yeah. of the people but you. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yep. true. Yeah. Cause you kept <laughs> drinking everybody's margaritas. That's not true. That's I drink mine and the free one. And another one. I have pictures. Mm. Yeah. Um, but we're like standing there waiting at this. It's super in the Discord, loud, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> super <laughs> loud Mexican drink. restaurant. And then we like we saw Dr. Norbert just as nice, like mm-hmm. out in the wild of this very loud, packed, oppressive Mexican restaurant as he was at the con. Chuck and I got to do a little bit, kind of like an interview with him between rounds. Oh, yeah. One time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sat down with us and joined the stream for a little bit. And he's just so passionate about the stuff. Um, Obviously, super knowledgeable and yeah, just a great guy. I, I do love to. I was going through and uh, editing some of the video. And at one point, I think it was during the team tournament when him and Gil were playing, who, by the way, Gil also absolutely yep. incredible too. person. Yep. Um, they had won their match and Dr. Norber jumps off the stage and runs around to be on stream and then like flexes a whole yeah. bunch. <laughs> I missed that. It was really, it was really funny. Uh, I would love to just rewatch the hours upon hours that we streamed just to see the people in the background behind us because yeah. there were some really great. The moments. best is when people would go by and then they'd see themselves in the TV just like a few seconds later from the delay and then they'd be like looking around like, oh man, and then they like yeah. hustle out of the way. Yeah. So funny. Or like there was one point where a, a little kid came in. He was probably like four. Yeah. And then he like saw himself on there and he was and, all like, excited. The dad, like pointed. I almost yeah. said like, come here. Like, camera, but I know, like, as a parent, I'm like, nah, I don't want my kid on a camera. <laughs> it was super funny. Um, and speaking of Gil, too, uh, we're also going to be giving him the wildy for the best attitude while facing adversity. Uh, yes. this dude lost. Oh, poor guy. Not, not he didn't lose, but the airline lost all of his luggage. He, he came just from had, Denmark. Denmark, mm-hmm. yes, so far. Um, they lost all of his clothes. Thankfully, he had taken his models as a carry-on. Mm-hmm. There was a couple Good of cards move. 
um, that he didn't end up having access to when he got here. But thankfully, usually between the majority of the other players that they were playing, and that's just kind of another shout out to the community as a whole, yeah. um, made sure that either they were cool with him mm-hmm. proxying. Um, I think it was marked for death in, yeah. in a couple rounds yeah. um, and things like that. But dude, the entire time was was nice, was friendly, was shaking mm-hmm. hands. It was awesome. Had a, a single set of clothes and was just an absolute delight. He just to kept rewashing his socks. Just how yeah. he kept joking about like, you know, I wore this shirt for a while and then it got a little too sweaty. So I bought a new shirt at the con and I'm wearing that until that gets too sweaty. Then I'm going to switch them out. And it was like, how could you say all that with a smile on your He's face? Like, I'd just be angry it. the yeah. whole time. Yep. I do know that his luggage did end up showing up at the hotel. Oh, really? Because he yeah. and I are Facebook friends now. Omnis <laughs> <laughs> um, and I are also Facebook friends now. So, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm like friends with celebrities now. It's so cool, right? It's really, it really pretty cool. Neat. Yeah, such a great experience. Yeah, I just want to go back. Um, and mm-hmm. two, let's let's actually we'll take a request from the chat here. Uh, Tectonic Craft Studios, Mr. Dan. Uh, who was an absolute delight to me. Another one. Right? Another one. Um, Would like us to get right to the most drinkable display board. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. So I actually knew that we were going to be talking about this one ahead of time, and I went ahead and made sure that we could get it up on stream. So here it is in the bottom right-hand corner. This was a a Thanos display board that had a whole bunch of cosmic characters on it. And um, a giant pillar column of margarita in the oh background God. too uh this display board was made by mr james prusser i believe is how it's said mm. uh, if if i butchered that i'm sorry i had a bunch of margaritas um <laughs> but danny you got to try this a little bit i right? did like, was it good a lot what of times was it was it a cosmic punch margarita yeah it was purple so there you go i'm gonna jump in okay. real yes, quick go ahead so i was going out among the tables trying to like get some pictures and talk to people try to figure out who was going to be up on stream next and i was like dude this display is so awesome and i was like and you have a drink with you and he's like yeah help yourself it's for everybody grab a cup and i was like okay i'm pouring it it's like 8 30 in the morning yeah maybe 9 30 i think yep. the first game was yep. over and i was like all right great this looks really good and he goes oh yeah it's margarita and i was like oh okay <laughs> like i already had this mostly full i can't just like put it back so I took a sip and I was like, wow, yeah, that's margarita. And I was like, thanks so much, dude. And then I went up to Danny was coming the other way. And I was like, hey, I got this drink from a display. And she took a drink from it. And like as she was drinking, I'm like, it's margarita. And I she was like, what? Kool-Aid mix. I, I thought, thought it was, it was just like fruit yeah. punch you know, kind of thing. Because yes, <laughs> hey, it was like nine or nine thirty. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Mitch, very specific. Yeah. Love you it. really missed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was really good. Uh, that was just, it was so incredible. It looked really good. I mean, just look at it right there. Like, like it, it, it was is... a wicked cool display anyway. And what was interesting is I wanted to find it again later in the day when I wanted more margarita at a more acceptable time. And it just blended in seamlessly as yeah. a display board that I actually had to go around and like approach the games from like the back to be able to see the spout because it just like seemed like it blended in so naturally. It was a big display out of a little cart and everything. Yeah. Really cool looking. Yep. Really nice job. Margarita o'clock margarita. for real. All the time is margarita o'clock. Somebody said there was another drinkable display board. I missed that one. Oh yeah. I don't know if there was another one for MCP yeah. or just something else there, uh, but yeah. I just love that environment where so like funny. it's, it's fine to have margarita in your display and everything and also i'm going to drink someone from or something from a stranger okay 
Yeah, I didn't think about that at all. I was like, yeah, thanks. Uh, Randall giving some of the best advice you could possibly give in chat. You can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. So cool. Um, I do want to throw in really quick because Dan, new friend Dan, wants to know that least sweaty needs a wildy. That's me. I was freezing the entire time. I was cold the whole time. So I was the least sweaty. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> because Nick was just saying he ended up playing MCP Legion X-Wing and he can say with surety that the MCP crowd was the nicest and least sweaty. That's so of the least sweatiest yeah. crowd, you were the least sweatiest person. I was person. the least sweaty of the least sweatiest. Least <laughs> sweaty, whatever. I mean, that's an award in and itself for, yeah. the, for the entire MCP community that you were the least sweaty yeah. at Adepticon yep. this year. So congrats. I was cold. Congrats I bet if I had been us. up and playing, though, I bet I would have gotten sweaty. Yeah but it was freezing. (laughs) Well, you and Chuck have the same response sometimes, just like going right to table flipping, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. Throwing balls. We are passionate people. (laughs) Firebenders. A couple, yeah, After, especially after a couple uh, display board margaritas. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I had a little bit of that. (sighs) But, all right, so next we have uh, the best ballroom waltz. And yes. the top contender for this one will be the first, I believe the first, maybe it was the second game of the team up um, event that we had on stream. That was um, the Brotherhood of Awesome, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Omnis Protocol and Chewy against the Gruesome Twosome. Uh, this was also a mirror match that had, uh, they were both playing Brotherhood. One was playing Freedom Force. The other one was playing... Um, Magneto's. Magneto's affiliation. I can't. Something in ruins. or the, From the ruins. From the ruins. Something like that. Uh, Omnis said earlier that it was Brandon and Matt. Brandon and were Matt. the other team okay. they played Thank against. You. My goodness. Um, and one of the really the cool Ashes. things, there was this really neat uh, kind of swirl that they were doing around. They were doing this constant rotation kind of around the juggernauts mm. um, where the looking for the right point to engage. Um, and uh, I think Ominous and Chewie ended up taking that match, but it was a really cool thing to see them performing this ballroom. Big spiral. Yeah. You drew the weight that I roll wild logo on there at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, just massive shout out to Omnis for, for a, you know, setting up a game, especially a team event game, uh, specifically so I could uh, draw that symbol. Because right. you got to do impressive. that early. Mm-hmm. In the in the overall Correct. con, you know, the sooner the better. So I feel like it was like round three before they actually like. I think there was a grand total of like six attacks that whole game. Yeah, yes. it was all about positioning and and counter moves, and especially the deceptions going back and forth. And mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of really high level play in that. It was that. a really interesting game to watch. We never yeah. play like that. We are. I'm going to move up and attack. <laughs> I'm going to attack. I'm going to do everything I can to attack twice as much as possible. And that's what I'm saying where like it was so cool to watch this stuff to learn that yeah. like that is also a tactic that you can have where you're moving strategically. Yeah. Well, and, and when do you want to abandon a, uh, an objective? Right. When you're like, well, yeah. listen, I can keep Mystique there, but she's going to get pummeled by mm-hmm. Juggernaut, Quicksilver, and toad or something along those lines and you're like listen i'll just keep her alive and let them have that point if they're gonna get it anyway that was something i feel like i saw nate do a lot nate Mm -hmm. gg where he would just be like either like okay you can have that area i'm gonna leave it alone and you'll get one point a turn while i'm gonna focus over here to get more points Mm -hmm. or nobody has that area and i'm gonna and that's okay we're gonna focus over here from like 
that, you know, focus my forces over here instead. And I thought that was really interesting play and clearly works since he won two events. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw that quite a bit to the abandonment of like an objective overall. Yeah. Which seems wild to me. Mm -hmm. I, would, I would not consider that typically unless you're trying to uh, daze, or unless you're trying to yoink a loaded token from Bob specifically. Right. Yes. <laughs> Worth it to throw a match to do that. Yes. All right. Up next, we have the most exciting mirror model matches. So we saw a couple of these um, and we'll all kind of give some examples, but we've seen Dr. Voodoo against Dr. Voodoo. Black Cat versus Black Cat was another oh, yeah. constant. Mm -hmm. um, Juggernaut versus Juggernaut. Hulk versus Hulk. X23. Yeah. The dueling Black Panthers. And often the, those characters would end up going head yes. to head at some point. Not always, but usually. So what were what, what are some of your guys' favorites for that particular category? I really loved the Black Panther yeah. matchup. Like, I thought that that was really cool. And they were different, too, because it wasn't... It was like almost debatable, like should Black Panther attack Black Panther? Because we weren't sure like how that would play out because we'd seen it so much with Hulk mm -hmm. and Juggernaut at that point. So I thought that that was the most interesting to watch because they're not like heavy hitter beef sticks like Hulk and Juggernaut. So that was interesting for me. Yeah. Um, for me, it was those two Hulks in the uh, <laughs> so good in the championship round of the team up. Uh, with uh, Dr. Norbert and Gill on one side and then uh, some more Hulk on the other of just them punching the the daylights out of each other. Mm -hmm. Absolutely loved it. It was fun to see. It was fun to see if they were going to go for each other at first because it didn't look like they were look like they were going to. Then they met at the bottom of the field. You had one Hulk kind of backing up, backing away initially to like hide a little bit after grabbing uh, an objective, uh, especially after Captain America went down, which was quick. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, that was absolutely my favorite mirror match uh, of the week. Yeah. I really like seeing the two Hulks too. And Thrallash is a good point in Chad's. We never see Hulk versus Hulk. Right. Because it, it was a lot in the team battles because they did threat plus six. Mm -hmm. So we had nice big games. I think the smallest game we had was 22 threat. Yeah. And the biggest was 25, I think. I think so. um, but yeah, seeing Hulk fight Hulk was really cool. And just seeing how much damage a Hulk could do to finish off right. the other Hulk. Being able to jump, attack twice, throw, and then, you know, it, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Hulk v. Hulk as well. There was another one, too, where we saw some uh, some Dr. Voodoo back and forth. Uh, but very specifically, the Black Cat plays going back and forth, making Jeez. sure... She was activated normally pretty late in the round, then mm -hmm. steal an objective and then scurry away. Uh, there were several games uh, throughout multiple events that came down to when Black Cat was being activated. Right. Or if mm -hmm. she could be dazed before she could really do some pretty heavy victory point damage. Yeah. She's so and good on extracts with ones like you can only make one move action around. So she's going to grapple hook to the thing and then run away with it. Right. Wrong. And that was something that Thrillash and I talked about very specifically where I saw Nate Gigi do that, that exact move right there with the grapple hook. And I said, I've used her a few times and every time I've just felt like I'm not doing her justice and I'm not using her properly because I don't think there's a bad model or bad character in the game. I just think that it comes down to people not being able to use them the way they're intended. And that's me with Black Cat, but seeing Nate do it. And then Taylor and I had this like, lengthy conversation between matches about like yes the time when she activates is huge to whether she's going to do work for you or not as i feel black cat is difficult i haven't used her a lot but i 
Troublemaker is a trap. You want to use Troublemaker to yeah. do that auto stagger, but don't. Like, she's not meant to go up and kick people. She's meant to be running around the edges with objectives mm -hmm. or nabbing objectives, uh, secures far away from other people. That troublemaker is such a little trap, and I fall for it every time because I just see red and I just want to fight. Mm -hmm. And every time I try to do that with her, I never get enough power anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Remember there was one game we had in only other power phase where she was matched up against Hulk somehow? And I was like, well, I'll just stagger Hulk. She only has one power because I used it to try to flip. I like used power to try to flip an objective and it never worked. So I was like, I just got a cat's claw to get one power so then I can stagger Hulk. And that's huge to stagger a six point character. Yeah. So then, yep. them losing action is massive. Mm -hmm. And then I would just never do the one damage with cat's claw to be able to do troublemaker. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just cat's claw again. And then I would get the power too late yep. and it was just like what am i doing why do i keep doing this and arguably like i'm not the type of player to have well i do often have like characters sit back and keep objectives but i am a much more like you know i play a force in asgard like i want to be up in your face and like you know in mm. in the trenches so oh Oh, and then, of course, Nate's like, no, Dan, you're wrong. He said, you got the stagger Thanos and Corvus once. Just depends on the matchup. I mean, yeah, if you can use it there, it's staggering Thanos. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. All right. The next wildy that we'll go over is the most devastating or overwhelming Texas card that we saw played throughout the week. That was another thing I learned a lot about because you guys know I'm terrible at using tactics cards. Mm -hmm. I just forget. I don't remember. But watching people use them strategically was really good. Yes. I couldn't believe how much we saw sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. A lot of sacrifice. I feel like that's never talked about. And it was a regularly used card. And like not only was it in squads often, but actually used because there were plenty of cards that we saw that was like, oh, wow, they actually yeah. have Indomitable. And then it didn't come up. Mm -hmm. Or not actually, but we see Indomitable a lot, but it, we didn't see it played that often. Mm -hmm. Right. But Sacrifice was like, wow, that's just, we're, we are not using that enough because right. it's fantastic. It's just a free, yeah. not free, but it's a bodyguard. Yeah. It's yep. so good. Yeah. Hey, Raven's Guard. Uh, Raven's Guard, you missed it. You won a one of the wildies for most overdue person uh, that we needed to meet. Yeah. <laughs> um. So for me, and this was another one during the, uh, is, I, I think I've said Omnis Protocol like 4,000 times during this particular episode, but he was a big part of our week there. Um, during the team-up event uh, against uh, Team Genoa, or Geno that Genoa. was playing Dark Dimension, mm. um, they uh, Omnis and Chewie had this incredible deception uh, Oh my goodness, yeah. Where their, uh, Team Geno's, um Dormammu. Dormammu picked up two hammers in the first activation and then went up to uh, the top point on one of the D maps and they deceptioned it into effectively mm -hmm. their deployment zone mm -hmm. and then just dogpiled <sighs> on Dormammu. It was I, wild. I, I yeah. think they got him to just one yeah. in round one, but then dazed him and killed him in round three. He, he moved and picked up two hammers and then didn't get to activate again. It yep. was brutal. Yeah. I yeah. felt bad for Team Geno just because it was unfortunate. He had just barely moved in range and out like for deception to work. Mm -hmm. And then it was just enough to take him down at the right time to lose an activation with him. Uh it was it was a really well played on the other side, but it um 
there were a number of times where Team Janelle was just like, well, you know, we're in, in screw it territory. We're doing whatever. We're having yep. fun. Yep. And they were so great about it. They yeah. never got upset. They, they never got the face. Mm -hmm. um, it was just kind of like, well, you know what happens? Yep. No, and, and that was another really cool thing, too, is um, I think Omnis had offered like, hey, you know, I can give you some advice. And he's like, you know what? Tell me afterwards. Right. We're trying to learn. This is how we get better. Yeah. Um, both teams, super amicable, super nice. Um, and especially in a game where there was a, a very large point differential, um, seeing everyone still learning, having a good time and, and enjoying uh, the event was awesome. But uh, for me, that was one of the most devastating uses of uh, of a tactics card <laughs> that I saw during the week. It won the game. Yeah. A hundred percent. <laughs> yeah. turn one <laughs> yeah no. but just thinking about that a Dormammu, like especially just how terrifying or Dormammu with two hammers would have oh been in God. general and then to have uh him never activate for the rest of the game gosh taylor brings Ugh. a good point how awesome Jano's display board yep. looked yeah it's like a corner store and loki was on top of the building because he was manipulating everybody to work for him even Dormammu. yeah and their stuff looked amazing you know, incredible. such a good, you know, the hobby part of it was such a, a strong player at the event. It was so cool to see. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I love just seeing the use, the strategic use of like med pack or field dressing, which seems super basic. But again, that's something like I don't use those cards when I take them. I don't take those cards typically. Honestly, med pack uh, mm -hmm. did, a, did a lot of yep. work. Yeah. Yep. Odin's blessing when we saw the Asgard list. Yep. Um, and then any X-Men list just using first class like boom right away, mm -hmm. which we had kind of talked about like strategically. If you're taking that card, you have to use it immediately. Otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. Right. So. All right. So. For our next Wildy, uh, this is this is obviously very much a. Um, uh, you know, an absolute landslide as far as uh, uh, who the award is going to go to. But as far as uh, the biggest deal, but most generous with their time uh, is Mr. Hank Edley. Oh, yeah. The, yep. one, of the, one of the directors of Adepticon who has been running this huge, awesome, incredible convention for over 20 years mm -hmm. and uh, still regularly has the time, even though, you know, he has a million things going on and, and he's putting out fires and crisis eye all over uh, the Adepticon <laughs> floors. Still make sure he stops by, sees if there's anything you need. Right. Uh, always super responsive. We honestly could not have had better luck yeah. working with, with, with that man. Um, and, and I, I, I couldn't uh, think of anyone that I'd rather work with. Yeah. And like just so his great. natural leadership, like you can tell he's been doing this for a long time mm -hmm. because he never, seemed ruffled about anything like no. he was just a very like calming presence i know chuck at one point told him that like we all thought of him like our dad and hank's like that's weird and chuck is like i'm gonna go now <laughs> i miss and, that <laughs> and then at the last day he like asked us if we'd gotten to his favorite pizza place and we're like no we went to fat rosie's and he like turned to a guy who's working for him and he's like go order a couple pies he's like you guys can't leave without having chicago pizza and then fed us chicago pizza but like, it was up to his suite with yeah. his family to give us pizza it was awesome yeah like, he's he such just, a great guy he, yes like mm -hmm. what a wonderful wonderful human just in every way he was so nice well it was just uh, I, there were some issues with with some of the stuff being um delivered on time it got caught up in customs or whatever mm. 
And I guess some people were complaining. I was like, where are they, Hank? I'll fight them. No yes. one talks badly about Hank. Yeah. Like, it was something yeah. completely out of his control. Oh, yeah. The depth yeah, of dice the didn't dice, come in until yeah. the day after the convention oh. ended. Like, it, we it's customs. There's nothing you can do about yeah. that. Yep. Right. And it's just, and he was just kind of like, yeah, it happens. Yeah. There's something every year. There's a, right. you know. I would thousand little fires to put my out. Sweet, if that were me in yeah. charge of this, and the dice didn't come in, and people were angry. Like, oh, I like to right. think I'm a pretty chill person most of the time, but Hank was just all the time, Next just kind of like, yeah, yep. Next level. Loved Hank so yeah. much. Thank he, you so awesome. much, Hank. A veteran, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. as far as like running this type of thing at this scale with this amount of people, knowing the type of personalities that you have to work with, knowing that a big Chuck could just show up anywhere, anytime, <laughs> and call you dad. <laughs> and call you dad. <laughs> <laughs> but, how did you fit all that stuff chuck bought in your car oh um spoiler alert he didn't <laughs> he left some of it in the room yeah, chuck, <laughs> he just left it there ch yeah chuck chuck picked up a lot of stuff um I, I don't know i was dude i was wrapping stuff and other stuff i don't know where taylor sat to be perfectly honest. <laughs> he was just like this the I, whole time? I, yeah, I'm Up against the window? That he was comfortable and not, never never heard a complaint from him either. Oh, you won't. So. Yeah. But yep. to be fair, Chuck yes, told me, uh, he's like, well, here's the thing. So like, we won't have my snack bag that we brought out on the way back. So like, as long as I can fit everything into my bags and my suitcase and my snack bag, then it's almost like I'm not bringing anything extra. <laughs> I, the logic is sound. Yes. It yep. checks out. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> How did you not have snacks on the way back for that 13-hour drive that nobody offered to help you with? Right. That's, uh, you know, that that was my question as well. Listen, yeah. we stopped at a Sheets, which I was told was like supposed to be a next level experience. And it was it was a little lackluster. But they told me, well, this isn't even really a good sheet. So like you haven't even really been to the sheet yet. <laughs> this I one not The whole week you guys were talking about stopping at the sheets that was only 45 minutes out of the way. I literally thought it was like a, a linens and things store. Like I thought oh. that Taylor wanted to go and look at sheets. I was like, <laughs> what? Linens and things. And you know what? I love a good fitted sheet. I love a nice Egyptian cotton. And I was like, who am I to judge? Right. So well, it was just like a sheet pan pizza. Nope. Sheet. It was a gas station. What? what? She's what? At the gas station. Why? Why is it a big deal to stop there? Because they have so. Is I it an Illinois up, thing? Uh, it was Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess they're they're in a. It's not even a Wawa, thing. right? <laughs> What's the point? Right? Do you even know what a Wawa is? So, um, so the cool thing about Sheets is that they have a bunch of food that they make there, and apparently there's in some of them a giant wall of their stuff, and you go and you you select what you want, and they make it, and they call your your thing out. Okay. Um. And they did have a lot of cool things there, but the one we went to was just a couple touch screens and you went up and you couldn't even pay there. Printed you out a ticket and then you had to go to like the regular gas station counter and then pay for it with your other stuff. Oh, and okay. you waited for it. But they had like deep fried Oreos and uh, oh. these cool pizza rollers and all sorts of chicken sandwiches and burgers and tenders and fries. And there was there was a lot of really cool food there. Yeah. Um, there just wasn't a giant wall where I, I thought it was going to like come down a conveyor belt or launch itself off a ramp through like a flaming hula hoop with yeah. like a bunch of hot wheels spinning off the side and fireworks but none of the none of the, where'd you get all those happened. ideas huh my just from how imagination cool they, yeah <laughs> how cool they said the sheets and like when someone be. talks it up it's like wow this has to be real i was like good. well i mean yeah i'm like okay or like we talk of like actual fireworks or sparklers and they're like no it's real fireworks and i was like all right well yeah. as and long then it as turned out to be the incense that sarah got on accident yeah <laughs> So, 
so yeah it was it was a it was a lackluster sheets wow for for our trip but they had uh the voodoo chips which i really like oh okay they're very dr very voodoo good. chips i mean brother probably voodoo chips they might be it's one or the other listen i'll share them with you brother daniel hey but uh in the chat <laughs> listen we we fit it all somehow yeah including all the stuff from that vig bag and uh your guys's stuff and all of our models and terrain yeah so it was an equipment and there's so much stuff there was a lot there was a lot yeah. of stuff but listen we did it all in a tiny hybrid yep rav4 most which, impressive which means it's all electric you ordered the worst thing on the menu yeah probably just plain chicken fingers no i ordered a pizza roller not even a pizza ball without dip <laughs> because I was driving. I had to range. drive the rest of that 13-hour drive. I can't be dipping and trying to eat at the same time. Not that attitude. Jeez. Right. You just put it in your crotch and you just dip in your crotch. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. You only have to wear those pants for another 10 hours. What's the big deal? Yeah. Spill sauce on them. Because I don't like to be saucy, Dan. <laughs> He's we not know. a saucy boy. I did I did get peanut butter sauce for the deep fried Oreos, though. Ooh. I didn't try it though, because I didn't want to dip it while a child. You know what got purchased there that I got really mad about and almost threw out of the car and in fact did throw out of mayonnaise. The car. No, Chuck bought me another two-pound bag of gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's so terrible. Terrible. He's being nice and buying you one of your favorite things. 3,100 calories. It's almost gone. It's been my co-pilot for the last three days on the way. Wow, it's lasted three days? Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, it lasted the rest of that It was trip. two pounds, though. Yeah. That's I'm going to finish it on the way home from here. He <laughs> <laughs> sounds so sad when you I say am. it. But you're going to enjoy it. Uh, yes. I just. <laughs> it's just so much like, gummy oh, bear. Oh, that's funny. Stop giving me my favorite things. Yes, please. I've asked him very specifically to stop. <laughs> and he just keeps upping it. What was it for Christmas? Like 15 pounds of gummies? 15 pounds of trolley gummies. He, he got all the trolley gummies on the college campus. Yeah. Like every, I think in the whole town, honestly. And that lasted, granted, that lasted three weeks, but... It's <laughs> a lot. It should have lasted a lot longer yeah. than that. Chewbacca holds the dip. Ominous says, yeah, that's what your filthy assistant is for. That's why you have a co-pilot. Right, but he's like texting his girlfriend and stuff the whole time and not talking to us. And actually, he was, in fact, him and Taylor were both uh, on the way out there. I, I sent a link for a Spotify playlist and was like, all right, let's all add songs to this and we'll have a good time. Chuck then proceeded to add nine hours of Daft Punk. That sounds awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love Daft Punk. Here's the I thing. use it, break it, fix it. Right. Here's the thing. Uh, I realized that that one? there's maybe three or four songs of Daft Punk that I know or like. They have a lot. Yeah, yeah, they have a pretty big and library. Most of it's and I've never heard of. They're all <laughs> six minutes with two words in it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, oh that's but, pretty accurate. But on the way back, they they did it justice. We were we were listening to uh, you know some elder millennial radio on the way yes. back. Lots of My Chemical Romance and Panic at the Disco. I saw a lot of stories of about metal. Panic at the Disco. Yeah, yeah, it was it yep. was real nice. We were <laughs> yeah. belting those bad boys out hard. Yeah, if you don't uh, follow us on Instagram, you should probably consider that. <laughs> Because <laughs> when Chuck gets a hold of the Instagram stories, woo! yeah, it was fire. But uh, let us know in, in chat some of your favorite moments for the week. Feel free to shoot us a message too. Let us know. Um, but it was super great meeting Nick and Ravensguard. 
uh, Omnis, especially Nate GG is just one of the nicest also, people I think I've ever met in my life. You're forgetting our boss. Oh, our new boss. Tim. He's well, going to be so mad at he's you. He's your guys' new boss. Did but he say it was okay to forget him? Mm-hmm. Right. He actually specifically was like, hey. Yeah, don't talk about me on your Don't. Show. I need you to stop oh talking God, about he, me so much. Is he Tyler Durden? He Are could we not be. allowed to talk about him? He's actually our alter egos just collectively. Uh, but be- between yeah. Nick uh, and, and Jay uh, over at the Fifth Trooper podcast, we met fifth some. Trooper. Fifth Trooper. Uh, well, he is, he is, his big trucker name is the Fifth Trooper. The Fifth. <laughs> fifth trooper but uh so we met we met jay um from and and they're both like from our neck of the woods him and nick are both from so syracuse i hope they're ready yeah when we come up to visit them because it's gonna be frequent well so and it's like all the time too because like i'm i work like just within 45 minutes of them yeah. it's like i could just you go there for lunch. lunch yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I, i'm super stoked for that i have family north of syracuse that i could pretend to be visiting and just be like hey jay I'm just going to visit my estranged family. Not really. So let us know in chat how long you think it'll be before uh, Jay has a restraining order against uh, any one of us. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) Uh, one other request for chat real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, Throw it in there. What affiliations do you want to see us use Monday? I know you have the power face. Yeah. Yeah. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Twitch. And uh, I think we're going to be, uh, I just got confirmation from uh, Mr. Mr. Tisdale himself. Um, I had asked if it was cool if we ran some of the what if events here locally or, or maybe expanded locally. Um, and he said, go for it and let me know how they work out. So we're going to try to run one of those at least at the Bearded Dragon, uh, Bearded Dragon Games and Hobbies here in upstate New York. Um, and uh we'll we'll get an announcement and stuff out for that but i think that'll be a lot of fun that was a super cool event type and maybe we can try a team tournament as well <laughs> nick just said i could tell you jay already has plans for you <laughs> I'm so um, excited. i don't I'm know really i don't know if that sounds awesome plans. or like ominous Both. protocol yeah <laughs> and you're gonna do that but once hey, again you don't get to suggest affiliations you don't count <laughs> But speaking of, guys, we've had a couple weeks off while we were at Adepticon or traveling back on a 13-hour car ride without help from our friends <laughs> as for the last two Mondays. So this Monday will be our first week back for, oh, yeah, the power phase Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Make sure to check it out. I think it'll probably be you and me. I want to play. Um, it's been too long and I will probably hey let's do this let's yeah. bring the rosters that we brought and didn't get to play at Adepticon uh, and mm. figure out exactly what we're going to play like we were playing a real game what right I just put all that stuff away that's too bad <laughs> bring it back out we're going to do it real for the first time ever <laughs> I love on, you too, Taylor. <laughs> on oh yeah the power phase this Monday uh, so, so it'll be a blast have to remember <laughs> right i just backed it up we're gonna need everyone in chat we're gonna need uh nick there and raven's guard wargaming dad uh mitch we to, will need to help us help. walk through actually how to play that game correctly <laughs> uh have we got oh my god raven's guard yes alt cards didn't we what's that didn't we get some alt cards we yes. did get some alt cards what I thought we were going to give some away. <laughs> right now? Not necessarily right now. Oh, but, but yeah. So, uh, guys, we do have uh, a handful of the alternate 
promo art cards from Adepticon that everyone who signed up for an event got a packet of. Um, we are going to be figuring out ways to give those away. I think we'll try to give away some at some of the tournaments we're going to be running at Bearded Dragon Games. Um, and we will maybe be giving out, you know what? Yeah, let's give out one of the cards every hour during streams for Oh Yeah, the Power Phase. Who's going to remember that? Uh, I don't look at time when we're playing. You get in the zone. Right. So we'll, we'll try to give out two to three per week and you can, we'll open a pack. You can pick which one and you know what? We'll pop it in the mail and mail it to you. Pop it in the mail. And if I forget, make sure to yell at us in chat and use air horns and blow our eardrums out uh, to remind us. You know Wraith is going to be there Oh, for that. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wraith absolutely needs a wildy as well for the most consistent. <laughs> Sound redemption. Sound redemption. That air horn. My favorite part of that was it would play and scare the crap out of all of yeah. us. And then we hear it 15 seconds later in the TV behind us. And it yeah. was even funnier. That was oh, the God. best part was seeing people watching it on the TV behind us. Like look at us weird when we're flailing yeah. around. <laughs> and then you hear the air horns go off and like see them yeah. jump as well. It was <laughs> awesome. Uh, like the, the let's go sound. Oh my god! All the that points, was so fun. All those points redemptions paid off double. Wow! That week it was incredible. But wow, wow, wow! Uh, but that's all for this week. Once again, thank you so much for all the incredible people we met at Adapticon this year. Uh, we hope to continue to see you around, and maybe even next year. Yeah. Ooh. See you next year. But otherwise, thank you so much. Make sure to check out professionalcasual.com, where you can find all of the links to all of our many, many, many podcasts. Um, including actual plays for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition and Pathfinder 2nd Edition, GM'd uh, by these two lovely people right here. It's true. Check out the Patreon for all sorts of bonus content, at least two bonus shows, in addition to all sorts of other special one-shots and stuff we've done in the past. Uh, that said, there's a, a lot of content there. There is yeah. a ton of stuff. But that said, we will see you Monday for a, a new welcome back episode of uh oh yeah the power face oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, the Thanks, twitch have a good night guys goodbye Bye.